Hey, 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 everybody. I'm so excited about this podcast today because we are breaking down the numbers. This podcast is called So, How Did My Challenge Do? And I'm going to break down all the data that we have right now on how my recent, my most recent Thanks for the Clients challenge group went. So stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. So my most recent Thanks for the Clients Challenge group took place on November 9th through 13th of 2020. And Facebook had a major update across the platform when we started running ads to this and we started marketing it. So there were a lot of glitches. In fact, we were coming off of the election in the USA, so ad costs were really high, plus there were updates across the board. It was just a really weird time. So when we started running the the challenge group, we weren't able to comment to share links to different participants like of where to go within the challenge. We weren't able to share links. We weren't able to do tags. Our messenger bots weren't able to work because there was an update there. And we got put in Facebook jail just the very first day for a very short time for a change that they made in the messenger bots with no warning whatsoever. And several people across the board were experiencing similar issues. So it wasn't just us. It was frustrating, but that's just the thing. You've got to roll with the punches and you got to just realize we're dealing with technology. It's not perfect. And if you can project numbers and also take into consideration error, and like technology issues, and then come up with your numbers and your projections, you will be better off just assuming that there could be a technology issue. And yet, with all of that, here are the numbers for Thanks for the Clients five-day free challenge group this round. We had 123 people that signed up for the challenge. And of those 123 people, 105 of them joined the Facebook group, which is where the challenge was being hosted. So that's a big number. We'd hope for that number to be bigger, but sometimes people register and forget about it, or they just registered to watch the replay, but they don't actually want to join the Facebook group. Then we had 80 people subscribe to the Messenger bot so that they could get their free workbook download. Now, that's not everybody. That's 80 of 123 people. But we also had a problem with our messenger bot and the delivery. So we were able to get the workbook out to anyone who expressed interest in it. But we were having a problem with the software we use for the messenger bot. Plus, there was an update with Facebook. So that number is a little bit on the lower side. But I think it's totally fine. And I'm happy with it. And then we sent the first kickoff reminder to 103 people. uh, 22.33% of those people actually opened. That's also kind of low. And then 6.8% of those people clicked. So our first email that goes out the night before that says like we are starting tomorrow. We sent that out to 100 people. And... 22% of them opened and 9% of them clicked, which is actually lower than what we have done in the past. And then the email that says we're starting in 15 minutes, 111 people got that, which means that between the night before and the first day, we got 11 new people subscribed. 15.32% opened and 4.50% clicked, which is also low based off the numbers I see here in front of me from the previous two challenges where the first challenge, we even had 49% of the people open, which is 
amazing and strange that it happened that way. Okay, so the Facebook group. We had 76 people who saw the intro post and 66 of those people commented, which is really good because we got a lot of engagement going. We had 39 people participate in the contest. And the contest was a way for you to win a $20,000 prize. So 39 people participated. Now, to get people in, we used cold traffic and warm traffic. Cold traffic means that we put money into our ad spend and we're reaching people we don't know who doesn't who don't know us yet. Warm traffic means we're inviting people that we've already spent time getting to know, build a relationship. So we invited 192 people from our warm market and we followed up with 148 of them. And what ended up in the group was we got 32 people in the group from our warm market and four people added friends. And then with our Facebook ads, we got 64 people in the door. Um, We spent this round uh, almost $1,500 in ads. We spent $1,469 in ads. The very first time we did this, we only spent $700. The next time we spent $1,000. So we did go up by $500 here. It's interesting because we had less engagement in this group and we also had not as many people opening up the emails, but we actually sold more programs than the previous two times that we ran the challenge. So let's talk about the money. How did it work? Well, before we get to the money, actually, I want to let you know that 100% of the people who purchased a program participated in the homework and did the daily activities. And that's really important because if you're running your own challenge, this is a good indicator that the people who are gonna buy are the people who are engaged. And the people who are engaged are the people who you are encouraging along the way to engage. So if you want to increase your sales, you need to increase your engagement. So 100% of the people who purchased the program actually participated in the daily activities. Another interesting note about that is that people who are participating in the activities usually are a good target market because they're actually participating in trying to solve the problem that they have, which means they would be really interested in purchasing your main product if there is a streamlined process from what you're offering for free during the challenge and into your program. If there is a disconnect there, you won't have good conversion rate. But if what you are teaching in your challenge is a piece that you pull out from your main offer, from your signature offer, then it would make sense that the people who are participating along the way need your service the most and therefore are the ones that purchase. Congrats to our podcast on reaching the 250th episode on December 18th. And to do something special, we decided to have a little contest. Do you want to win a marketing strategy session with me? One lucky winner will be picked to get a full hour of one-on-one support with yours truly. That's right, we'll spend our time working through whatever you need to get you unstuck with your marketing so you can hit the ground running with your business. Learn how to enter the contest, get my $600 valuable call for free, and spread the marketing love over on our YouTube channel. Entries are valid before midnight Eastern time on December 18th. Learn more at go.melissmarketing.com YT for YouTube. Good luck. All right, so now to talk about the money. We ended up spending $1,469 on Facebook ads and I spent $3,000 paying my team. We ended up bringing in $30,000 from this challenge. So when you take away the Facebook ad spend and the amount that I spent on my team, the profit is over $25,000, which is the best challenge that we have done so far. Um, So in the past, 
I paid my team the first time about $750 and I paid my team about $1,000 the next time. This time I paid $3,000. So we were doing more things. We were reaching people faster and people were putting things together at a much quicker rate. So that's why the price was there higher. Also, I mentioned when I broke down my very first challenge that because it was my first challenge, I really wanted my hands in all of it. I wanted to do everything, see how it goes, oversee everything. Well, now that this is our third challenge, we have improved things along the way. My team is a understanding what their needs are and what they're supposed to do and and so things just run much more smoothly and we can do a whole podcast episode about how important it is to repeat your processes every single time because you're going to find things that make it better and stronger and stronger and eventually you're going to have an amazing challenge or webinar or masterclass that is just foolproof. So The first time we did this challenge, we brought in $14,500. The second time we did the challenge, we brought in $21,200. And the third time we just did this challenge, we brought in $25,500. What's interesting, again to the point of the more you rinse and repeat, the easier things become. The very first time I did this challenge, it took me 167 hours working to put this thing together. And that's not even talking about my team. That is just Melissa hours, 167 hours. So I took that hourly rate that it took me to work on this project and I divided it by my profit, which it took 167 hours and my profit was 14500 So if you were to divide it up that way, my first challenge, I paid myself $86 an hour. The next time I did my challenge, it took me 40 hours to put it together because a lot of the work was already done. I just had to go in and change a few things like dates and images and and things like that and emails. and, And what happened was I was able to put that all together in 40 hours with a $21,200 profit. I paid myself $530 an hour to put together that second challenge. With this challenge, my third challenge, it only took 10 hours. Of course, my team is doing their stuff, but that was true across the board. My personal hours, Melissa's hours, were only 10 hours of work to put this challenge together. In fact, we weren't sure we were going to do another challenge for the year. And just at the last minute, it was like three weeks before, I, I looked at the calendar. I said, we've got a big open space. I talked to my team. I said, can we fit this in? Are we able to do it? Everyone said, yes, we got the go. And I threw it together in 10 hours. With a $25,531 profit, I ended up paying myself over $2,500 an hour to put this challenge together. So you could see how challenges could be very profitable. But what I also want you to see is how data is really helping us here and refining the process. And I also want you to see that when you go back and you do things again and again and again, you can get better at them and your numbers go up, the amount of money you make comes comes up, and the amount of time you spend goes down. So that is how our Thanks for the Clients Challenge worked this time, our third round. We will be doing more of these in 2021, and we will be refining the process as we go and reporting back because I think that is my duty to explain to you what worked, what didn't work, why, what the data is showing, how we could improve. I think that's really interesting and really important. So Hopefully you enjoyed this. Hopefully you found it helpful. If you get overwhelmed by numbers and you're like, Melissa, I don't even know what you're talking about, then just skip this podcast and go on to the next episode. But I think that this is really helpful and it's important to understand the numbers and what that means for what we do moving forward. So I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you soon.
Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmelissa.com. Hey, coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.